Welcome back, friends. This is the Good Midlife Podcast. We just finished Memorial Day weekend. Thanks to everybody who's been listening and following. We hope everybody's unofficial start to summer got off great this weekend. Uh, as always, get to us at Instagram at the Good Midlife Podcast or Kinch and Crew or the Good Midlife at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Richard, you were on the road tonight, I assume. I, I am actually not. I am home this week and uh, enjoying some home time. So it's nice to be home. Yeah, awesome. Uh, that's I knew that. We just talked about you uh, being at home. I don't know why I didn't lead with that. But anyway, that was dumb <laughs> as okay. hell. It's uh, <laughs> went into full host mode. Um, so we came off the holiday weekend. I know you did a lot of bike riding and training. Um, anything fun this weekend besides your uh, working towards your marathon? Uh, yeah, we, uh, well, it's, uh, you can tell your daughter, uh, your daughter that, uh, I did pull weeds. Like I said, I was going to do, she didn't believe that I was actually going to do it. My wife did help me. So that was nice. I did, uh, get some yard work in. Um, we, uh, went to Vietnam kitchen on Friday night, which is always good. And it's one of my favorite places and love the owner. And, uh, we've, uh, become pretty, uh, every time we see the owner, he gets really excited and comes over talks to us he shook my hand this weekend so i was really excited about that um it's the small things really right, right. uh and then um we uh finished the series love and death on hbo which is the hbo version of the show candy so it was it was good it was very it was a little bit different than candy but it was overall good so just overall good weekend so relaxing and, and enjoyable how about you yeah, awesome. Um, we kicked it off Friday evening going out to dinner with some other friends. We went to Mayan Cafe, which I haven't been there in probably 10 years, maybe better than that. And uh, it it's the best meal I've had in Louisville in a while. I know the place is good. I just haven't been in a long time. And coming off a trip to Mexico last year where I ate, got into a lot of Mayan cuisine and, you know, nobody, my, my love of Mexico is well documented, Mexican food, Mexican culture, all of that. And man, the food was so good. Like there's, there's one recipe that we got there, one dish that I'm going to try to cook again this week. Cause I thought it was so, so good. So, um, really and what was that? I, I'm intrigued what that was, Jim. It was, uh, called Tikin Cheek. It is a, an achiote marinated fish served over some black rice. And, um, it was just unbelievably good. I got some, uh, achiote chicken salbutes, which were good. Um, I talked a buddy of mine into getting the, conchinita pibil which is the pork with the achiote spice and he loved that so all of it just fantastic but the fish i can't wait to try to replicate that nice nice yeah. I, I can't wait to hear how that goes yeah for sure I'll, I'll update everybody i'll post a picture of that if it's successful friday night is the uh the launch on that i hope um and then we did just some other uh, stuff we did a little yard work and uh went to the the we were supposed to all get together and record a podcast saturday but the or sunday but the weather was not good so we didn't do that and we did have good weather for the pool yesterday, Monday, Memorial Day. So we we did kick off summer right, hanging out at um, the in-laws pool with all the kids and um, just having a lot of fun. You know, we're in the middle of Narcos. We're loving that. And I'll tell you, we did um, mess around with the family this week after we were watching Narcos. We were laying in bed watching it one night this week and some stuff was going on in Cartagena. And uh, Elizabeth said, how much do you think you can get an Airbnb for in Cartagena? I said, I don't know, probably not much. And then the next thing I know, I glanced over at her and I said, are we both on our phones looking at Airbnbs in Cartagena? Yes, we are. Um, turns out you can get one with a 
housekeeper and chef for about 140 bucks American per night. So, you know, if you're interested in that, uh, so we just decided we'd mess with the family and tell them we were going to Cartagena that we were like, we found this Airbnb. It's 140 bucks a night. We can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Um, if you want to screw around with your parents or really anybody, tell them you're going to Columbia into the middle of uh, a city of drug lords. They will um, they will freak out a little bit. So it was it was very fun until we let them off the hook. They will have opinions on that is what you're telling me. They'll have a little bit. Yeah. I, nice. You think your dad might have an opinion about that if you said I'm going to Cartagena? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. Good. I, yes, I, I definitely think he would for <laughs> sure. Right, right. What the hell's wrong with you? Um, yeah, it, you know, it, it might be along those lines, actually. Right, right, right. So anyway, um, so we messed around with the family with that, uh, and so if you if you want to uh, use that, go ahead. But that was our weekend. That was kind of what we did, and got back to work this week. It was kind of low key after all of the graduation festivities the weekend before, and all of the stuff leading up to it. So you know, this weekend coming up in Lexington is the Railbird Music Festival, which we're missing. And my daughter is going to that and she's very excited. And I'm very envious of uh, her and our, our good friends, Kelly and Brian, who are going and, you know, others who are getting to go see that show with uh, uh, Tyler Childers and, and uh, uh, Zach Bryan and Nathaniel Ratliff. Yeah, great, great. Weezer's there. It's a great lineup. It's going to be hot, but a great lineup. Yeah, yeah. We'll stay home. We'll probably go to the pool again. Well, and, uh, it should be hot now. I mean, it's uh, we've gotten to the weather. We've gotten to the point with weather. So, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. The weather is. Uh, it's summertime. It's the official. It's the unofficial start of summer. Summer doesn't start for another three weeks. But uh, if you live in America, summer starts this weekend and just started. So we're in summer. Richard, do you have any yes. summer traditions that you love? Anything that just like means summer to you? Not like I do in fall. It, fall is usually, I mean, it's football. It's like I used to play sports quite a bit in summer, obviously, as a kid. Uh, a lot of traveling in summer. I used to play soccer all over the country in summertime. I mean, it seemed like every weekend we were traveling to another tournament. Um, I used to go to the lake quite a bit. I used to go to Cumberland Lake and Kentucky Lake. And those, those days, I, I don't do that as much. And I would love to get back to doing that. But um, I, I would have to be asked to do that. So uh, if you're listening, friends, uh, and you know who you are, uh, I would love to be asked to go to the lake and introduce my wife to the Kentucky Lake system. Although you can rent houseboats and stuff like that. I just I, I have not done that in a long time. Yeah. You? Well, I grew up uh, less than an hour from Lake Barkley. So we spent a lot of weekends on the lake and um, my parents were teachers, so they had all summer off. So we did a lot of lake stuff and like you, I haven't done that in a long time. And I love that part of the country. I love Western Kentucky, the Kentucky Lake, Lake Barkley. Mm -hmm. all, I've fished, skied, done, you know, done it all down there. My grandfather had a houseboat. We, we drove it. it it's, it's a great, great time. Um, but like you, I don't feel that I have as many of those summer traditions like I did when I was younger. Uh, I have a summer birthday that was always really cool when I was nine years old or whatever, but it's, it's an older person. It's not as big a deal. And um, I, I don't like the heat like I used to. So that's kind of a drag. And um, with just all the stuff going on with vacations and split family, and it seems like you're the summer starts and it'll be the end of August before you know it. And Yep. You know, we, we did for, for several years with Elizabeth's son, he was on travel baseball. So we spent a lot of the summer on the road or at the ballpark doing a lot of that. So we did feel like we got a lot of our life back after that was over. It was all great, but it takes a lot of time. Um, but even with that, it still seems like we're always going. So, 
Um, I don't really have a ton of things that I'm like, yeah, summer tradition. I'm going to, I've got this fireworks display that I love, or I'm going to do this. I maybe get into an outdoor concert at some point that always feels good in the summer, but I don't have anything that's like, got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I wouldn't mind. I'll tell you this. I wouldn't mind going to Kings Island. I'm trying, I'm still trying to convince Maisie to head up to Kings Island. It's like, I, I haven't been in a long time. And I think that would be kind of fun. Uh, that used to be a big family tradition. We used to travel quite a bit and, um, as kids, like with my parents too, we'd go out west or do stuff like that. But I think I'm gonna try to convince Maisie to uh, to uh, go up to Kings Island. She's not a big roller coaster fan, but I think I can eventually just wear her down and talk her into it. Kings Island's a good time. I haven't been there in a long time either. Um, and we didn't take a lot of trips when I was a kid. We we spent my parents spent their money at the lake a lot, but we did take a really cool trip one time with some other friends who had a houseboat, and we we went via houseboat from Lake Barkley all the way down to Nashville on the Cumberland River, Lake Barkley, Cumberland River, and spent oh, a few days cool. in Nashville. It was very, very cool, and uh, our friends had jet skis, so we were riding them in the river on the way down there back and forth, and it just – that was a really, really fun experience that, um, you know, kind of unique, really, to say, okay, we're going to take a houseboat, you know, down to Nashville. That was very fun. You know, another thing I don't have on the calendar this year that I always try to do is a, an MLB game. I don't – I usually – to at least one in one city and i don't have one on the calendar yet i was thinking about that today like usually i've already got a reds game or a, a cubs game booked or braves game whatever at this point yeah yeah that i i used to uh we used to go up and um i've been to a couple of reds games i do i mean the good thing about it is i think with since we have such a good soccer team now and i i like going to the bats games every once in a while i think it's it's just kind of sitting there and and watching a sporting event in the middle it's like it, just sitting there and, and enjoying it, enjoying a hot dog, enjoying a nice cold beer or something like that. I think those are enjoyable times. So, uh, but yeah, it's like we, we used to go up um, and, and take trips like that. And it, as an adult, I, you, I would go up to Chicago quite a bit in the summer. And I haven't been to Chicago since the pandemic started. So I think it's been almost five years since I've been to Chicago, wow, yeah. maybe even longer. We so. Still Elizabeth and I have gone once a year since we've been together, and I've gone at least once a year for a lot longer than that. And I just I got to get my Chicago trip once a year sometime. Doesn't matter if it's summer, yeah. or winter, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, but uh, you're right. In our city, I do think that the the Lou City piece of it has taken away a little bit of that um, going to a Reds game because there might be a weekend where we have city tickets, but there's the Reds are in town, so we wouldn't even think about the Reds because we got those Lou City tickets there. Um, competitive they're they're always trying in that mix for the championship so it's very fun and uh and and i think about the bats a lot i drive right past their stadium driving home to and from work every day and you know when they're in town you can see the lights on and everybody kind of filing in and i kind of i, I miss that I, I we've talked about that lately about needing to get back down there and just like you said sit outside have a hot dog watch a little baseball minor league baseball moves so fast now that they've changed rules it's it's great. You can get in and out of there in about two hours and two and a half hours to 10, something like that. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes a big difference for sure. Yep. Well, as we're talking about our city, um, I want to shift gears here. We had a, a new story that may have gone viral. And so you guys may have seen this. You may have heard about it. Um, but it's one of the more interesting news stories that I've seen in a while. And it involves a man who was 60 years old or better, um, who was in an altercation with his roommate. So he's with his domestic life partner, and his uh, roommate partner um, eats the last Hot Pocket. And this man 
had had enough. And so he shot him in the buttocks, just like Forrest Gump. So uh, I don't know if y'all seen this, but the man shot in the butt for eating the last Hot Pocket at his house. That's what happened, Richard. Yeah, uh, I, I did. You did send that to me. It's it, it was a wild week. And then right after that, we had somebody beaten to death with wrapping paper, I believe. Is that no, well, no, the Is woman, the you... woman. Um, no, she. So in a different bizarre story and this one, I don't want to make fun of as much because someone died, but it's still bizarre that uh, a, a woman shot her man friend to death in the bed because he hit her in the head with a roll of wrapping paper. Which mm. I don't I don't know how it was at your house at Christmas, man. But the wrapping paper rolls were were getting slung hard with, between my brother and I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. A no lot. A it. lot of like just lightsaber battles, sword fights, whacking each other upside the head. So, you know, I don't know. I, it's, I that guy may have uh, been abusive, uh, but it's interesting. It's different. I, is there a food? I want to go back to the hot pocket man for a minute, though. Is there a food that you would have shot somebody over, like for eating the last, um, whatever it is? I don't know what it is, but is there something something that you would be like, I've had enough. You eat the last X every time. This is where I draw the line. Uh, slice of pizza, maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, my brother. I don't know if I would shot him, but I would have beaten him probably to de- beaten him a pretty good one. Um. Maybe hot po- or not hot pockets, but uh, Totina pizza rolls. There's a possibility of that with my brother. Richard loves pizza rolls. He is a big fan of pizza rolls. They've been known to show and up at I a think party. My brother and I might have come to uh, Fisticus. I am. Yeah, the pizza rolls are awesome. Yeah. I, I'm with you, man. Um, I don't know. For me, um, I thought about that this this afternoon before I asked the question. Like a piece of pizza, like if it's close, maybe. Um, but it's gotta be something like, like in the moment, right? Like if I've had two pieces of pizza and I kind of want a third and you eat the third, no big deal. If I've had, you know, four wings and there's a fifth one there on the platter that I really want. Okay. And really at that point, if I want more, I'll just order more. Right. But I did get really, really frustrated, um, twice in the last six months at my house. I've gone out to dinner at the Eagle brought home a half a sandwich that I anticipated taking to work for lunch the next day. And both days it was gone when I got up in the morning by two different children. And that's the closest that I've come to wanting to shoot somebody in the butt for eating my food. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. That was my salvation from a turkey wrap today at lunch. So let's, let's change the game dynamic a little bit. College drunk. And somebody eats the last whatever like late night okay all right would, would would that cause you to change things no because i was I, i'm not that violent really as a drunk like i'm not really ready to fight you i might be like damn it but, but again at that point i'm gonna and this is all pre-doordash but whoever's driving the car is just gonna have to go through taco bell like that's just what's gonna happen next somebody's going to taco True. bell and rectifying the situation yep yep yeah, I get so, it. I get it. What about you on the college piece? Uh, I, I mean, I'm not particularly a violent human being either. Uh, I, it's uh, and it, it's yeah. I think it's. I think it's. I mean, no, probably not. But it's just like I could also see. It's just like, man, I really wanted that last piece of pizza, or I got up and uh, it's just like I really wanted. X what food or not so yeah 
But yeah, but at that point, you'd just be like, okay, fuck it. I'll have another beer. That's what I would have done. Okay, no pizza. Just, okay, what's left? Exactly. Natty Light. Okay, let's go. That'll be fine. You know. Yeah, yeah. Or I'd found a bag of chips or something else. Right. Or just raided whatever is in the host refrigerator. Like, what do you have in here? Okay, here's American singles. I'll start eating those. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm not going to say That's probably where my obsession with eating out of the peanut butter jar happened. Exactly. There you go. There it is. uh, Yeah, so... You're just, uh, you're just no. resourceful and you find something else. You're just, you just want it because you're hungry yeah. at that point. I yes. think this man passionately loved Hot Pockets and he really, really wanted that Hot Pocket. I don't know what else was at his house. I mean, or, was, or was on some serious drugs. Let's just call a spade a spade. Right, right. Or there was some other domestic altercation. There was some underlying thing like where there was some beef between them over yes. something else. Yes, right very true. Right. Very, something very that true. brewed over to the surface and yes. then escalated uh-huh. into a Hot Pocket incident. Yeah, yes. Yes, it, it, I'm sure there was something else leading to that, and that wasn't the first time that uh, this said pocket. I did see an interesting video on Instagram where a roommate got revenge on his uh, other roommate by uh, he kept eating his food, and he finally just put something in it that he put a condom in it, and uh, oh, and and the yeah the guy immediately like started gagging, and it was. It was pretty bad overall. I That's mean, pretty it funny. It's was... very funny. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I know a story about someone who, um, it wasn't even over food. Actually, I'm going to hold this story. I'll hold this for another time because it's not really food related. It just involves some food additives. So I'll save that for another another podcast. Okay. <laughs> Moving right. on. Okay. You added a couple of songs this week to the playlist we did last week. We talked about the '90s one hit wonders and uh, guilty pleasures. What did you put on there? I did, and we did get a shout out uh, for the um, the podcast uh, the other day. A friend of mine uh, commented that my giggling was pretty hilarious for uh, when we uh, uh, I when touched we myself. talked about the song. I touched myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was so, good. <laughs> uh, she she thought my giggling was pretty uh, pretty funny. So yeah, yeah good. And good. It, yep. So. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to find said p- playlist so I can figure out what songs I added. So I added uh let's see, I added Life is a Highway by okay. Tom Cochran. Right. Before uh, standing Flats, outside I jacked it. Yeah, yes, and ruined it. Uh Standing Outside a Broken Phone Booth, uh by Primitive Radio Gods. I like that song a lot. Uh, I still like it. I'm too sexy by Right Said Fred. Yep. Uh, in Dishwalla, Counting Blue Cars, and for some odd reason, it looks like it fell off, but uh, Walking in Memphis. Oh, yeah. You know, that Walking in Memphis album is so great. Everything about that album is good, and it's it's it doesn't really even sound like a 90s album because I think it was released in 90 or 91, um, but those are all good ads. Did you see the – did you see the Mark Cone – Walking in Memphis parody with um, Colin Jost and Pete Davidson when they did Walking in Staten on SNL. No, I don't think I did. It's hilarious. <laughs> I don't it's, think I did. No, it, they bought when they bought the Staten Island Ferry. They had Mark Cohn do one of those videos that they do uh, music videos in mid show, and uh, it's Pete Davidson and um, Colin Jost, and then 
which what what Wu Tang member is from uh one of the Wu Tang members too from Staten Island shows up in there late too. Um it's really good. Look it up. It's very, very funny. Rizza? Yeah, Rizza. That's who it is. It's Rizza. Yes, that's exactly right. And uh along hmm. with Mark Cohn. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, I have to look up that. That that sounds it's like I don't think I've seen it or it's just been so long I don't remember it. Put it that way. So that that's a good possibility as well. You you'll so. remember it because they sing "Walking in Staten," just like you, if you were from Staten. <laughs> it's so good. Well, I have to, I'll have to uh, I'll have to look that up on the YouTube for sure. Very very funny. Um, yeah, we had a lot of fun with that podcast. I think we're going to do some more of that. Um, trying to to think about you know songs or movies or you know just silly things like that to kind of rank and, and make lists of. So we enjoy that a lot. I thought about uh, this or that this week, Richard, and I, I want to throw this out. Um, before I go to this or that, I want to ask you a question. Do you think if you were on a plane, you're on a 737 and you're flying Baltimore to Louisville and both pilots yep. are out, you think you could land it with, and it's good weather and you got people in the tower talking to you about how to do it. Do you think you could get the bird down? Yes. Okay. Have you ever flown a plane? Yes, I did. No. Okay. I haven't either. I used to think I could do it. And I still kind of think I do. I still would not have a problem with taking – if if, everybody, if nobody was a pilot, I'd say, okay, yeah, let's go. I'll, I, I think you can talk me down. But I've watched enough YouTube videos from the cockpit – I don't know, man. It's tricky. Like I, it's all of the like figuring out where to bring it down and height, all the elevation and stuff. Uh, I don't know about that, but um, you think you could do it, and so that's awesome. You, you better watch watching videos about that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I know, I know. Yes, yeah. I do think I yeah. could do it. Okay. Well, I do think I could do it because, and, and the reason I say that is like I think it's it's so computer driven. Right. You'd have to do some work. But I think it's like, I mean, if you know how to, I mean, I, I'm simplifying it. Don't get me wrong. But I think, I think, yes, I think you could, I think you could land a plane. Yes. Okay. It'd be okay. tough. Now, like when you got it on the ground, that's where the problems might happen. Right. Right. But once you get it on the ground, you're pretty much, I mean, like they'll tell you to, you know, do the reverse thrust or whatever. And then you're fine. Like, even if you run off the runway, you know, you're, you're going to survive all of that stuff. I think. Um, it's just getting the bird on the ground. Um, I don't know, man. I I used to think no problem. I could handle this. I'm not sure about that. All right. What about docking a cruise ship or a m massive cargo ship? Do you think you could do that? Uh, that would be a little tricky, I would say. And here's why it's just like I've driven boats. I have I've driven houseboats. I've driven pontoons, speedboats, all kinds of different boats and parking a boat uh, with reverse and forward. Mm, I think you can, because, again, all that is computer aided. So it might not be that bad. But then again, it, it could be pretty tough. I think it would be super hard. I would take my chances on a boat just because I feel like my room for error is I got more room for error in a boat. Um, but it would be hard because, like you say, having you know done a lot of stuff on the water, the uh, the physics associated with a boat and water going forward, backward, all that stuff, 
it's not the same as you know driving a car and the physics of a plane in the air is totally different too i don't want to minimize that um so so if you had which one would you feel more confident in doing if it was like you got to do one which one's it going to be you mean of the ships or like ship no, or plane? A ship, ship or plane ship or plane plane perfect i'll take the ship we're going to save the world awesome yes yes <laughs> awesome um yes again you know, i might blow up the plane when it gets on the ground because i'll overshoot the runway or put some thrusters on wrong and just go and careen the plane and the plane cracks in half or whatever but hey i got it on the ground i did my job there you go love it um so this is another thing that's not it's it's not the same but it's in that vein of like some emergency where you've got to take charge you know, as kids, you always saw somebody having to deliver a baby, like in an elevator or a car or someplace. Taxis. Where, well, yes, whatever, whatever. Yep. And and I don't think we've talked about delivering a baby on the show, have we? I mean, not delivering a baby on the show. I mean, no. however, if somebody wants to deliver a baby on the show, call me. I've got lawyers. We can set stuff up. We can we can do this. But I think really what we're talking about is like on the show. We haven't talked about that, right? No, we have not. No. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I thought that would I thought we would encounter that, you know, uh in, in real life a lot more than we actually have. I've never encountered that, it's never happened, never been around someplace where a woman goes into labor and she can't be taken to the hospital. If that happened, would you feel confident stepping up and delivering the baby? Mm, no. No, I wouldn't. Because I have no medical back. it's like I took CPR in college or like first aid in college or CPR classes in college. That's the only medical experience I've had. So uh, probably not. No. Okay. That I, That's the one where I would be like, yep, I got this. I'm going to get that baby delivered. And, uh, you know, as long as there's no like weird complications, we're going to take it out care of it. I think part of that is just having been in the room when two childs were born, two children were born. You know, I've got two daughters. You've been in the room. You know how it works. Um, it's, it's not as uh some of the mystery and voodoo behind it all you know is sort of taken away when you actually see how it all works and operates and certainly there are a lot of things that can go wrong but i would feel pretty good about taking command of that situation i would take delivering a baby over landing a plane or docking a cruise ship really yeah i would i sure would Mm -hmm. interesting interesting yeah, I, I haven't been in an uh in a delivery room. I have not experienced that. Uh I've seen it on like in a biology class. Uh but other than that, that's that's all I've seen. And uh but you would it's like all those hospital shows, like Maisie watches Grace and or Grey's Anatomy, ER back in the day. It's just like mm-hmm. there was always a child being born in some weird location. And I don't, I don't think I'd be very good at that. So. Yeah, yeah. Every sitcom, every drama. I mean, you know, that wasn't Dallas or Dynasty, you know, but everything that, like, you know, Hill Street Blues. I'm sure somebody delivered a baby. Yep. In some I'm place sure that could, it. right, right. Yeah, you know, it, it, on a very special one day at a time, Schneider delivers a child in the elevator that gets stuck. Um, that, that's kind of how it was back in the day. So the movie, I, The Big Red One. There was a baby born in a tank. Right. That's right. Yes. Yes. So that was one of those ubiquitous things that just never, never materialized in adulthood. So if if it's like what you said before, like in an earlier episode, quicksand, quicksand, baby. where is it? Where right. is it? Right. 
Global warming, man. It took care of all the quicksand. We don't have it anymore. Yeah, I guess not. I guess, I guess not. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, it's dramatic. Uh, also, we don't live on Gilligan's Island, so there's that. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's I I don't I don't think I'd be very comfortable in the situation of having to deliver a baby. So there's 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 a lot of fluids and uh, cuttings yep. and mm -hmm. uh, and I'd just be ter I think I'd be stage fright. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Unless that. it was one of those things like. It was just like it's it's this or bad things happen. It'd be like, okay, I'll try it, but all right, well, good. If you guys have an opinion about that, let us know which one you would be most comfortable doing. Um, as it stands, I feel like you and I have we we agree on an awful lot of things. It seems like when we do this show, but in this field, these these three things we brought up, I feel like we've got it covered. I feel like we're going to get the plane down, and then we're going to get the ship to shore, and we're going to deliver that baby. And it's all going to be good. It's all going to be good. Well, I'll say this, too, real quickly about the ship. The good thing about a ship, though, is you can always run it aground. Right, exactly. Of course you can. <laughs> yep. You might rip off the front of it, but you can always you can, run it aground. Of course you can. Yes, yes. Say, say, yes. Right, again, so, like when, when you get the there plane you down, you, you, might, you might wreck it a little bit, but we're on the ground. Yeah, I'm going to get it to shore. Um, so anyway, uh, all that is fun. Well, we, basically what we've made fun of is like – that basically airline pilots and I meant and boat captains are really not necessary in <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. Have you been on a and cruise? Maybe, have you no, I haven't. Okay. No, I and I, I don't have all much interest in them. Well, maybe I've, done a, I've talked about it. Yeah, I've done a couple and I don't really necessarily want to do any more. It was it's been a long time ago. My last one was in ninety nine. So that tells you how far back that is. And it was an Alaskan cruise that was really cool and I'm not really 100% sure what the captain does that much anyway. He pops down for a dinner. He's he just, you know, you see him every now and then. I guess he's up there just making sure the boat's hanging out at sea. But I think probably he's just up there giving orders to somebody else to move it around and stuff like that. So, um, you know, kind of a figurehead as much as anything. But Well, based on the videos I've seen on Instagram with cruises that are in storms and shit like that, no way. Uh-uh. And, like, it's just like, and after watching that horrendously bad movie um uh what was it the triangle sadness that oh, one yeah, a that cruise one. ship granted yeah it was it was but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just like uh, that situation i'm good so no i i i don't i i feel like a, a cruise ship is kind of like an all-inclusive situation where you're just you're now you can stop at islands and stuff like that and, and go visit but it's like you're kind of contained to that ship and I like to venture. I like to go out and do things. I like to see local things and do that kind of stuff. So a ship is, that's not my cup of tea. Well, that's kind of where we come down to. We like to get out and uh, not be constrained to some sort of a tour or activity where we're guided in a certain direction. We want to get down and, and have, you know, a little bit more local adventure. Um, exhibit A is our family believing we would actually go to Cartagena. So that would be more our bag than a cruise uh for sure um on the subject of boats you know on um my instagram page i liked a couple of I, I watched a couple of reels that would pop up of boats in really high seas and big storms and stuff like that so i get boat porn sent to me every day like boats in massive waves boats about to capsize big old oil tankers leaching back and forth water coming over the bow it's terrifying and awesome and uh 
the algorithm decided that I like that. And so I'm in, I'm, I'm okay with it. And, uh, so between that and, and sport fishing, I get a lot of that as fluff in my Instagram stuff. Nice. Nice. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, well, Richard, what do you have this week? Anything fun coming up for the weekend? Are you guys, uh, do anything, anything exciting? Uh, Maisie has a pretty packed weekend. She's, uh, doing a class down in Somerset, Kentucky. Um, right. All right. and then teaching a class. Yeah, she's doing a and then doing a class on Sunday, I believe, and has something else going on on Saturday. So she's pretty busy. So right now, uh, I am probably full fledged into training mode for not only my marathon. I have to run another ten miles this weekend. I also have to start getting. I'm doing a bike ride in August um, that I have to get ready for, and hopefully, I get my mountain bike back right. soon. So uh, yeah, so a, another busy weekend of uh, exercising unfortunately yeah awesome well you know you're like you said this is the end of your marathon career so you're going to push for it one more time and uh, get it done yep for sure awesome you know i'm we don't have a lot this weekend i think i've so, got a but cook- other than that, what about you yeah i've got a cookbook um that i was just gonna say i'm and it's recipes from movies and i think this weekend we might go over to the in-laws pool and i might try to replicate the big kahuna burger from Pulp Fiction since we're going to Maui um not you know shortly so get us kind of in that spirit for um Hawaii stuff do a little Hawaiian burger and sit at the pool for an afternoon so but other than that it's pretty light this weekend yeah nice nice yep always fun if I do that I'll post some pictures and uh show everybody what's going on so well I guess with that we shall wrap if you don't have anything else you want to get to uh no i can't think of anything right at the moment uh yeah other than that no i'm good all right very good well we'll uh work on some interesting content for the next one and uh, get back after it next week we hope everybody has a great short week of work and everybody's doing well continue to follow us we really appreciate all the listens singapore we still see you and um you know just just follow us uh, get at us keep listening tell your friends we appreciate all of the shout outs so with that we'll get out of here we are going to keep living our best midlives you keep living yours yep you you guys have a good uh, week and we'll talk to you next week